Hey everyone, welcome to episode 20 of Conversations That Don't Suck. 20 episodes deep, that's amazing. That makes me so excited that there have been 20 really awesome conversations that really don't suck all about things, about shit that really matters. I'm so excited for that. Um, today we are doing a friend cast again, so you might have listened to the first friend cast that I did, which was, gosh, probably the end of February, I think that episode aired, um, and that was with my friend Blair. This one is with my friend Georgia. Georgia and I met when I was spending uh, the summer in Tel Aviv, gosh, this was probably 2017, I think. And uh, yeah, she and I kind of hit it off really immediately and we, we tell the story of how that happened and really bonded over some of our shared experiences with shame, with body image, with food and yeah, being really open with one another about those experiences and, and it was super bonding, super beautiful and I've just had a beautiful love affair with this woman. I'm so grateful for you, Georgia. Thank you so much for being a part of this and it's really so sweet to be able to just like sit down with a friend and hit record and um, talk about body image and food challenges so openly and without judgment. It's so special and, and it is such a big part of my life and such a big part of my story and something that I don't get to talk about super often um, with other women who have experienced it in the same way that I have. Though, of course, 100% of women do struggle with food and body image. And I say that with uh, a lot of confidence that I, I really think this is something 100% of women specifically, I mean, you know, in North America, I think this is quite cultural. Um, but yeah, we're, we're just told so much about what's wrong with us as women uh, when it comes to our physical appearance. And I'm, I'm so grateful for you, Georgia, for sitting down with me and talking about this always. Um, and you'll just hear a lot of spirit in both of our voices. And we're both so passionate about permissioning women to be free with food and to be free with their bodies and free with their souls. Um, and you'll hear Georgia just speaking so poetically and passionately about women and, and the healing spaces um, that she's been in with women and that she creates with women that have been such a big part of her life and, and that I've also had the the privilege of sharing those spaces with her as well in Israel. And I'm so grateful for that. It's so beautiful to listen back to this conversation and to hear some of those things pop up. Um, so I hope you enjoyed the episode with Georgia. Before we get into it, I want to acknowledge the real challenges that are happening in the United States with police brutality, uh, police violence, and yeah, with the death of of black and brown people and the, the violence that's being inflicted on these groups. And um, if you are looking for resources for ways as a white person to be involved with this, there are lots of resources out there. Please reach out to me um, and I'm happy to share some of them with you. All right, so we're going to get into the episode with Georgia. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy it. We live in a world that is starved for more authentic connection. Better conversations are our first step in getting there. Welcome to Conversations That Don't Suck. I'm your host, Kyla Sokol Ward, and I'm here to engage you in truth-telling discussions about the super deep, always beautiful, sometimes ugly, and wholly honest parts of being a human. Real connection and empathic communication can feel easy and should be a part of our everyday lives. Most of our conversations suck. These ones don't. Hi, Georgia. I'm so happy that we get to talk today. <laughs> hey, Kyla, me too. And I just want to say that I'm, I'm so honored and excited to be here and mm. I'm really grateful and thankful to you for, for opening this portal and for giving people the opportunity to speak about real topics and, mm -hmm. and loneliness and how we're feeling right now is 
it's definitely a collective feeling so it's so amazing that you have brought this to the surface oh my gosh thank you thank you <laughs> gosh right off the bat um <laughs> wait i want to say so we're talking over video your teeth look fucking amazing is that a weird <laughs> thing to say <laughs> no but thank you they're so white what do you do I am, and maybe it's the lighting. <laughs> like, I, do, I, I do get told I have white teeth. I do, really? But, You're like, um, I don't know. Yeah. I brush my teeth. Like that's my. Yeah, secret. like I don't really know. Like I just use Colgate white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the secret. Amazing. Um, well, I'm so happy. So you're joining me from England. Are you in Leeds? Yeah, I'm in Leeds. I'm in Leeds. I um, as soon as the whole Corona. Um, isolation thing hit I found the last flight and just ran home with my passport and didn't know how long I was staying but yeah in uh it's kind of a weird feeling actually that Tel Aviv and Israel is lifting but mm -hmm. but England isn't and I kind of do feel quite caught in between and a bit in limbo uh even though I feel very safe and happy and, and grateful that I've got my family um it feels it does feel strange that I'm I'm a bit neither here nor there yeah yeah okay so one thing that I'm kind of wanting us to do is to like tell the story of how we met and yes like, I would love that from each of our perspectives so do you want to go yeah, first okay, for sure well I, I remember it specifically correct me if I'm wrong but I remember the first night that we met we were at um Kelly's apartment yeah and it was um it was just a, a girly get together free you know whoever wants to come and chill and hang out and bring food and and I remember just seeing you sitting on on the chair and I was thinking you know who is this I, I really want to connect with her and I really want to get to know her she seems like this goddess that I I would just really connect to and then when we we got talking and we realized that we both did the same health coaching course mm -hmm. and at the Institute for Integrated Nutrition and we we're both talking about that and 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 we really connected and, and I felt really safe and you know I remember that we both spoke about our experiences with eating disorders and and our body struggles and body uh, image issues and our journeys with that and I was like wow kind of so incredible that, that our journey even though you know we'd never met before and we're from two completely different places that our, our journeys did feel intertwined in some way and, and really mm. connected and that was really really beautiful and and then it, it just it just blossomed and we had some really special moments together yeah you know what I actually well I'll share my version also but I what was like the second time we hung out I like can't remember then you happened. came onto my house and we made dinner together no that wasn't the was second, that the time, second was time was it I don't think uh, so yeah I maybe, can't remember. maybe we were closer then um or or no I was gonna say was it was it at the kombucha party but then again I don't know if that was the second time and we went for vegan no. burgers I remember that that was also great <laughs> that was a very it, good night but yeah I don't remember the second time yeah I don't know if it was also in like a group of other women but I probably yeah, no probably um, yeah but it, it but it was really nice you know and, and those times are always because I was still kind of at the beginning of my Israel journey so being mm. in a in a place with other women where you know you can just meet and talk to other women and feel really safe and and it was that really wonderful evening and yeah that will always stick in my mind yeah yeah Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that summer I was living in, in Israel and I, uh, like I had lived in Israel like full time before then, like the year before then. And I had moved to California and then I just wanted to spend the summer in Tel Aviv. And I remember like after meeting you and all those women, I was like, fuck, 
why did I leave? Like, I was so mad at myself. I was like, oh, I should have like, I should like stay in Tel Aviv forever. And um, yeah, I still think about that women, that group of women a lot. Um, But okay, so that night, my connection to that group was Shira. And yeah. And so I remember it was Friday night, it was Shabbat, and I like had no plans. And I was feeling really sorry for myself and like, really sad. And um, and I was like, oh, what should I do? Like, I don't know. And then I was like, maybe I'll reach out to someone. And I'm like, no, that's so late. Like, and I just felt yeah. so needy. And I, but I reached out to Shira and she was like, oh, um, my friend Kelly is like gathering some women if you want to go to Kelly. I don't even think Shira was there. I can't remember. She was like, I can't go, but you can go to Kelly's if you want. And I'm like, that's so weird, Shira. Like, I think I'm really like intruding. I don't want to do that. And I texted Kelly and you know, like I didn't know who Kelly was, but like Shira gave me her phone number and she's like, yeah, sure. Come. And I'm like, oh my God, she's just being nice. Like she probably doesn't even want me there. It's just going to be a bunch of friends and like this weird random girl, me. And yeah. And it was just so fucking beautiful. Like it was so great. And all the women were so great. And I remember my first impression of you. I was like, honestly, okay, Georgia, it's probably just because of your accent, but I was like, this woman is so (laughs) posh. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I was like, she's so posh and like is too cool for me, but I really like her. I can't believe that. That is so funny. <laughs> it's funny that you should say that because because I didn't know everyone there either. And I I remember sort of also putting myself out there and thinking, Georgia, just go. You'll you'll have a really nice time. And yeah, they you know, it always surprises me. Uh, how amazing and how welcoming. And that is something really special about Tel Aviv and, mm-hmm. and about the kind of women community. But um, yeah. wow, I'm honored that you saw me and felt that way. <laughs> no, totally. And it's funny because like you seemed so connected with that group. And I was like this, I don't know, I like get this, um, this really unhelpful viewpoint when I'm in groups of other people, particularly with women. And like one of them just seems really like social and connected. And I'm like, oh, this person doesn't want to be friends with me because she already has friends. It's like, I just, I block myself off from her and just being like, oh, clearly she doesn't need new friends. So why would she talk to me? And it's like this very kind of um, childish like fear that I have. And so, yeah, when you like, when you and I started connecting, I was like, oh, I think she likes me. And I was like so excited. I felt like we were connecting over like body image stuff. It was great. Yes. Yes. Well, I do. I remember feeling so safe. And because, because it was something that I hadn't really spoken to that many women about at that mm. point in my life, um, that it, you know, I, I remember feeling really it was a safe space to be able to do that and that you saw me and, and really understood me. And that was, that was really special. Oh mm, yeah. Yeah. And that definitely like, yeah, it feels like it's been a big connection point um, for sure in our relationship. Um, yeah, uh, totally. And, and, and now, you know, and, and seeing you and seeing you grow and expand and to, you know, this incredible goddess and coach, that you are has has always inspired me because I feel like you know I'm uh on this the same journey but I'm on a different place in my journey to you but you are somebody that I I look up to so much and value so much and and I'm so inspired by and and you know for me it is always it is about being real and about being vulnerable and I really don't connect to coaches and speakers and who kind of just say you know well I was an A and now I'm at B and they don't talk about this gray area yeah. And what you really do is talk about the gray area. And for me, that's so important. And, and when I'm talking to women about eating disorders and body image issues, you know, it is about being real and, and 
speaking from my own experience too and saying, listen, I'm talking to you as, as somebody that has experienced this and, and I'm not perfect and I still go through this. And, yeah. I, and I'm, maybe I will live with these triggers for the rest of my life and it's something that I have to manage. But, and, and just to be real about it. And that is so important for me. And I'm, I'm so inspired by you in that way that you really are real and that you bring these issues up and out in the open to the world and, and to realize that we're not alone. So that's, that's pretty special and I wanted to reflect that. Mm, thank you thank you thank you thank you I feel so seen and loved so loved this, you are <laughs> I love that you're bringing up like the gray area bit because that that's something that you and I have also had conversations about of just like yeah gosh you don't you just really don't arrive somewhere when it comes to food and body image or like really any struggle in our lives but yeah that's the one you and I happen to connect on and it's like yeah, the, there are certain behaviors that I like feel pretty certain I'll never go back to in the intensity yeah. that I used to have, but like the thoughts around it or the, yeah, like the desires to numb out with food, like totally, mm-hmm. totally. And like just, yeah, the behaviors in like lighter, uh, lighter ways still totally come yes, out. Yes, 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 for sure. And, and saying listen you know this is me I'm a human being and I, and I still experience that and and the fact that you do as well on, on your social media platforms and constantly you speak about your experiences it makes you so relatable and you know watching you stand on that stage and you do your TED talk I was I was so proud mm. but but it also you know the first thing you spoke about was I'll never forget you know when you were in that bakery or, or coffee shop or whatever it was yeah. you were really you were you were in that moment when you were struggling with your your body stuff and and I was just you know the fact that you 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 said it to the world you know Mm. and this is who I am and this is what I experience and I think that makes a really strong woman but also a really incredible coach Mm. oh thank you so much oh I'm like feeling a little embarrassed like get the attention off of me like (laughs) (laughs) this is a lot Uh, oh my gosh what's your yeah can you tell me more about like what's going on in your world like coach wise and with like the the goddess circle and all of that and tell tell all the people about the goddesses of Tel Aviv yay so exciting so um well when I arrived to Israel four years ago and I I just got out of intense therapy at an eating disorder center and I was still processing that but but I felt this freedom when I arrived to Israel that I really could be myself and be this person that I had wanted to be, but that I was in my own prison in a way in England and, and I couldn't flourish. And so when I arrived to Israel, I really felt that. And when I, it all started because I went to my friend's yoga retreat and I really didn't connect to yoga, but I knew that I needed to get out of the city and I wanted to meet like-minded women. And from that yoga retreat, I, I met women and they invited me to a women's circle. And, and I went to this, this moon circle. So every full moon, just, you know, for thousands of years, women have, have uh, gathered together in circle. And it all started kind of in biblical days where women would bleed together under the light of the full moon. And so it was a way of bringing this back and bringing, bringing women connecting together back into the modern age. And, and I sat there and I looked around this circle and it's this safe space where you can just be whoever you want to be and come as you are and share whatever you need to share. If you're sad, if you're upset, if you're excited, if you're lonely, whatever you need to bring you can just share and there's something really 
magical and powerful also about sharing with strangers you yeah. know and there's no judgment and it's all about listening from the heart mm. and holding space but not having to get an answer back or having to get advice and sometimes we don't you know we don't want advice we just want to be able to share and that was truly life-changing for me in the start of my healing journey and after I graduated from IIN I also did a, another life coaching course and then I really realized that I went through this pain of my eating disorder and and restriction and binging and hating myself and but then untangling all those layers to really learn who I am and I'm so grateful for that experience and I knew that this is this is my life's work and this is my passion and I want to help other women to to go through that and to realize that that they are enough as they are right now but also that they are so much more than just their physical body and and that we as women have so many gifts and so much light to share and sometimes we don't realize it and and I you know I knew I, I wanted to to help women on that path so I started the self-love club Tel Aviv and it's you know a place to 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 come as you are and that was really exciting and to to create this hub and this safe space for women to to flourish and to really learn about who they are and, and to look at their life and, and to know that they have gifts and this is the place where they can strengthen them. And so I started to run workshops on my roof in Tel Aviv mm. and to talk about this gray area and to invite women to, to know that, that the gray area is welcome. And in this gray area is where we learn so much uh, about ourselves and, and about our experiences and that, we can all connect in this way. And even though our experiences aren't all the same, there is this common thread. And the fact that, you know, so for so many years of my life, I went to an all girls private school and everyone was in very much competition of who was skinnier and who was more beautiful and who had the most designer things and who was cleverer and what university you were going to. And it was, it was girls in competition with each other. And for the first time mm. it was women rooting for each other mm. and, 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 helping each other to grow and holding that watering can and, and you know watering off each other's flowers when we when we're not able to do it ourselves and so to be able to create the space was was truly life-changing and then I, with the moon circles I was a participant and then Ashley who started the moon circles she's an incredible coach and yoga teacher um, a badass woman in, yeah. in Tel Aviv and I joined her and now I run them with her and we've created this, this truly incredible network. And it's now a Facebook group called the goddess temple. And we've got over a thousand members and it's just, you know, this, this incredible portal and network for women to realize their worth as women, but also as healers. And there's so many women in this group that have realized that they don't enjoy their career and they have stepped out onto another path or, you know, have, have really realized that through this and through connecting with other women that they are powerful. And so this has mm -hmm. been a place for women to see their worth. And during this time, we realized that there was this need for the collective to, to, to unite. And especially now to raise morale, you know, when we're, we're in isolation and, and we were separated from our loved ones and our family members and all we want is a hug and we want to feel inspired in some way. And so we created this, these empowered life sessions. So every day of the week, there are two workshops 
um, and we invited other women to, to join and to take these mini workshop series. And that was a way for women to also share their gifts and their wisdoms and maybe step out into their light when they hadn't done before. So, wow. you know, I, I had a lot of fun doing quarantine cuisine and I was baking and <laughs> not only did I enjoy it so much, but seeing the women baking along with me and they would message me saying, you know, you've made my day and just this, this part of the baking when I didn't do anything else in my day, but, but I was baking and I was really enjoying it was everything for me, you know, knowing that I've given women something in their day. And also that, you know, during this time, we do want soul nourishment and comfort and, and food is that, you know, and it is to be enjoyed. And so mm-hmm. to, to create recipes that we can really enjoy and put a lot of love in that also mm-hmm. gave women a lot. And so, you know, everything from life coaching sessions to yoga, to talking about um, our sexuality and connecting with our sexuality at this time and helping women to, to realize that this taboo area doesn't need to be so taboo mm-hmm. and creating conversations. And it's been really incredible to see healers step into their light and help other healers help other women. And that's, you know, it's just growing and growing and growing. And I'm so passionate about it and to be a part of it. And, and every day I'm more in awe of women you know we we really Mm -hmm. are just truly incredible Mm -hmm. and we spend so much time um sort of devaluing our worth or beating ourselves up or feeling like we're not worthy or we're not good enough or we need to be better and so this is a place to welcome everything that you want to welcome and to come as you are but also to invite us to dive in and to really understand how incredible we are and how much we have to offer and every time I get a message from uh you know a goddess saying that that these videos have helped her so much during this time it it means everything to me and it just shows that that women connection is so healing and so magical and uh sorry I feel like I'm just blabbing but what's been so incredible is that our moon circles which used to be in person in Tel Aviv have now become online so they've become global so not only do we do do we hold a full moon circle now every two weeks we're doing a new moon circle as well and so the that's the cycle of the moon where during the new moon is a time where we really dive in and it's the start of the cycle where we plant those seeds and where we set our intentions for what we want over the coming month and the full moon is a time where we really release and we let go and you know we just can howl at the moon and we can just say yes I'm releasing anything that doesn't serve me and we do it together through meditation and journaling and singing and movement and it's a place to 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 be free and to connect to our voices and our bodies and our minds and our souls and and it's been so powerful you know we didn't know how it would turn out on zoom but, but we've had women from Sweden and Poland and Norway and I'm stuck in England, but, but I, and women from America, just like yourself that left Tel Aviv and are really missing their tribe. That's been mm-hmm. everything to them to be able to connect back to their tribe. You know, one lady in New York hasn't found her tribe there, but it meant the world to her to, to be a part of this circle. And so that has just been incredible and, and, and monumental to to experience and to witness. And when we're all there together and, we're sharing and understanding that we're not alone during this time. And that even though we've had our own experiences, they're so similar. And, and when we feel that, that, that loneliness that, you know, you discussed and that you have brought out and that has really, really been, been so present for me during this time, Mm -hmm. um, knowing that I have this space with other women that are holding space for me and that I can express everything that I've been going through. Um, has been so powerful and 
so healing and I'm somebody, you know, as an empath and, and a healer, I, and as a coach, but, but also as a quite a sensitive soul, I find myself a lot in life getting really hurt by other women. Mm. And that's something that I've had to learn about my expectations and, and my core values. And, and even though, you know, loyalty and sisterhood is so important to me, it might not be to another woman. And, and I, you know, during this time, especially I've definitely experienced betrayal and heartbreak. And so being able to have this hub and this safe space to, to talk about it, but to also feel supported, held and loved has just been um, so, so, so special. And it just cemented this knowing in my heart that, that women connection, you know, is going to heal the world. Can we just have a moment of silence yeah. for the beauty <laughs> of the, everything you just said? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Wow, I'm just like feeling you so much. And Georgia, there there is like no other scenario in which I like to see you light the fuck up when you are talking about like women or sisterhood or like like women as healers and as like catalysts for helping one another. Like you just you light up so much and it's so beautiful and I just feel so like enrolled in everything that you're saying. It's so amazing. Oh my gosh, like wow, since the day I met yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you so much for reflecting mm. that. And, it's, and it, it's, it's interesting because, because yesterday, I was telling you a bit, but I was in a coaching session with two friends and actually Ashley and Rachel, who um, we run the Goddess Temple together. Amazing. And we really wanted to get clear on our core values as our team and how we can show up for other women, but how we want to show up for ourselves and what are the foundations that we want to set because, you know, we're here together to, to lift each other up and to... to each other cheerleaders and we want other women to do that and then I was thinking about what my core values are as a person and purpose came up and it was Mm. really emotional for me really emotional and I started crying and and I was thinking why am I crying I feel so silly about this but because there was a time in my life you know when I was really in the darkness and 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 in that rabbit hole and in my eating disorder which which really kind of robs you of happiness and knowing your purpose and yeah you feel you I, I didn't know my purpose and there were times when I really didn't even want to be here, you know, yeah. and I've had this existential loneliness in my soul, a lot of who am I and what is my purpose on this planet? And, and I think I was crying in, in a happy way because I know that my purpose on this planet is, is this exactly. And it's connecting mm. with other women and it's helping other women and is strengthening them in this healing collective and sparking this catalyst that is just going to keep rolling and rolling and rolling. And so it was really, nice for you to, to hear that that I you know kind of light up when I say this because because I'm so clear on that purpose and that is something in my life that I'm so clear about and it feels really um powerful and um beautiful to to express and and it's mm. I'm so grateful that I have this place to express that as well yeah oh my gosh yes 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 and I love that like one of the things you said like at the beginning of what you were talking about this is like women are like women are healers and like bringing the healer out in each woman and it's not like you know healer is this term we put to shamans and deities and like things like that it's like no like women women are healers like this is what we do and there's nothing yeah there's just something about women being in the presence of one another and again like having that permission space to just show up as you are and to 
to be able to like relate to one another and put down those walls and say like, yes, me too. I've dealt with that. I felt that I've been there. It's like that, that's the healing. And like, there's nothing that women need to do to be that way. Like this is just in our essence. And it is so, so powerful in having those spaces. Um, yeah, totally. What you totally doing is great. Thank you so much. Sorry to, to interrupt, but, no, not at all. but it's so true. We, we we have that already inside of us. We have that that light and that essence. And 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 so when I would sit around these circles and I would just watch every woman speak and and you know mm. seeing their their strengths and their talents and what they bring to this world. And often when we can't see it in ourselves, so it's a really uh, beautiful place to to help other we, women see that in themselves as well. Um, and and yeah, it's it's given me this you know, again with purpose, but, but this excitement and I'm so proud to be a woman. Mm-hmm. And that's also, you know, really, and, and Rachel, uh, my friend who I run, we do a uh, body love talk. So during this time, we realized that there needed to be a space for women to be able to talk about their experiences during this time, you know, and, and that it's okay that if your body has changed during this time, and it's okay yeah. if your food triggers have come up and it's okay if you haven't moved your body in the way that you haven't. And, and I know this because, because I'm experiencing it. So yeah. I'm saying it from a place of, of, of experience, you know, um, I, in Tel Aviv, love CrossFit and I ride my bike every single day and, and, and after years of abusing my body with exercise, I had to, to, to get rid of it and then come back to it from a loving place. Yeah. But I'm at this point now where I'm, I'm craving moving my body, but something is stopping me. And so I'm reminding myself in this process, but also other women that, you know, our, our routines have changed, our habits have changed. So it's okay if you haven't been able to do the things that you were doing before and just to remind them and to, we really wanted to help kind of, change the this dialogue in our minds of beating ourselves up to this loving dialogue and coming back to ourselves coming home to ourselves and coming home to our body so we started these bi-weekly body love talks and they've been great and we've had such wonderful feedback and women have really needed this during this time to you know to come back to ourselves through meditation and journaling and writing ourselves and our bodies love letters and Mm. and um we did, um, you know, confirmation of how we're going to give our souls nourishment during this time and, and writing a certificate of that and, and putting it on our mirrors and reminding ourselves that, you know, we're going to, we're going to give our souls nourishment, even if it's a tiny little bit, you know, um, and that, that we're with ourselves and, and, and it's been hard during this time because we've, we're always faced with ourselves, but especially now we've been hit with, with this wave of, of not only this uncertainty of, of this pandemic, but and not knowing when life's going to get back to normal, but not knowing, you know, when um, we're going to be able to overcome the chaos and, and being faced with ourselves and our triggers and, and the darkness and the shadows is, is really difficult. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's um, not always easy to, to, to sit mm. in the discomfort and what do we want to do usually? Like it's that fight or flight, like we want to run away and we want to escape. And so, mine used to be, be to, to numb with food and to try and escape and I've noticed that that has come up a lot mm-hmm. and something that I thought was so a part of my past yeah so I really want we really wanted to open up this this space to be able to bring that and to know that it's okay and there's nothing to be ashamed about and and to come together and to find ways that we can build ourselves up every day and to remind ourselves that you know our bodies have got us and that they are our homes 
and, and it's okay mm-hmm. if you haven't treated her the way that you hoped she would have treated her or you haven't moved the way that you wanted to move each day, but that, that she's still with you and she's still your best friend and your biggest supporter and your biggest cheerleader. And, and no matter how many bullets you shoot at your body with your mind, she's still there. She's not going anywhere and that you haven't fucked up, you know, and, that, and every moment is a new moment to kind of reconnect with her. And it's been, it's been really beautiful. And um, to notice that women from all around the world, no matter our backgrounds or, you know, or, or where we're from or where we're currently isolating, we're all going through such similar journeys and, and our threads are so intertwined. Mm-hmm. And, and as women, we're creating this, this beautiful tapestry and, and our threads are all different colors, but, but, but we're, you know, we're weaving them together and, and that is, is so powerful. Mm. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. It's, there's like so many things I want to touch on in what you just said, but yeah, like (laughs) presencing that just our, our bodies are changing during this time and that, and they're always changing. It's like the pandemic did not create that. Like our bodies are always changing all the time. And yeah. And that like different situations and anxieties and circumstances in our lives are like, yeah, that's going to affect the way that we relate to our bodies and some women more than others. Um, but yeah, it just reminds me like there, so I'm, I'm in a new moon circle here in SF. Yeah. Which is really special, but now I really, I'm going to join one of the virtual ones. Um, also now that I know that you're doing that, that's so great. Um, but yeah, I remember like a few months ago, I, said something because we always say like at the beginning when we're all like doing a check-in of like um how am I feeling in my mind my heart and my body and when I was talking about my body I'm like yeah I just like haven't feeling that been feeling that good in my body and um I'm just really struggling with body image the last few weeks and I felt so much shame saying that and all the women Mm -hmm. were like yeah like I and and they all were sort of you know not to like downplay what I was feeling but they're like yeah, we definitely feel that way. Like definitely like waves of that, like all the time totally happens. It's not at all an unfamiliar feeling for us. And I was like, oh yeah, right. All women struggle with their body image. Like truly like 100% of women struggle with their body image. And it's, yeah, it's really crazy. And it can be so disheartening, especially when people like you and I have done so much conscious work around our bodies and, um, and honestly, I think that like all women have to, to like survive the bullshit that we are like constantly yeah, ingesting totally. from the world about like what our bodies are supposed to look like. And like, it really, yeah. Like, yeah. Being in a woman's body in this day and age is, is, is fucking hard. It's fucking hard. Yeah. And it's like, I think some people have this perception of like, oh, you don't have body image issues if you look a certain way. It's like, nope, it yes. doesn't matter what you look like. Your body is wrong. Like to, to some source, your body is wrong in some way. And yeah, it's like really crazy. But anyways, yeah, I just like so appreciate that that gets, I need that reminder over and over again that like yeah, you know, totally women and struggle it, with this all the time. And especially exactly like what you said, our bodies are always changing. Um, and I think during this time where there's so much that we can't control in the outside world, so kind of like feeling like we need to control, yeah. you know, what we're putting in our mouths and, and what we're eating and, and, and that can be really scary. And especially social media can be, can be so uh, toxic when, you know, people posting their workouts or or it's so incredible that so many people have stepped up and are offering free classes and free meditations and free yoga and free workouts. But if, you know, if you're in this space of, of feeling negative in that way, it can, 
it can have the opposite effect. And I definitely experienced that, you know, like, shit, this person's working out and this person's working yeah. out and I can't get my shit together and, and I haven't moved up, you know? And so, so that's why I felt it was so important to, to have this, to create the space to know that we're not alone. And because it always makes you feel so much better to like, breathe. Yeah. Wow, I'm, I'm not alone in this. Wow, okay. And, and being able to share. And for me, of years of, of hiding this secret and this other part of my life that was, that was so ashamed of. Yeah. Once I was able to, to heal and speak about it, was really transformational and so that is such uh, an important factor for me of, of, of offering women space to be able to speak about things because because it's really healing and it's really important and and yeah so you know just even you being able to say that at your circle um, and that women acknowledged you and understood you and had experienced it too I'm sure felt like a, a big relief mm-hmm yeah, totally. And I'm I'm also finding like in this time yeah, like my pattern with food as as I know you and I've talked a lot about like our patterns around food and um something you briefly mentioned is like to numb out and yeah, my history with food is more like or with with struggling with food was like um yeah, like binging, restricting, binging, restricting, yeah, and going like on exactly and off this same. cycle yeah. for like for years, for years. And yeah, um so I'm noticing for myself in this time, like the, the urge to numb out with food. And again, it, it like, doesn't look like a full on binge the way that it used to. Like I used to like really put my body into a lot of pain. Um, yeah. and I don't, I don't, I'm so much more aware of my body and like my emotions and what I actually yeah. need in that moment, but like still like self-soothing with food. I first of all, like yeah. just given myself so much more permission to do that. Like Kyla, the world is fucking crazy right now and you want to feel comforted and like, it's okay if you're going to like eat some chocolate to do that. Like you're yeah, not, you're not sure. a fucking criminal for like eating some chocolate because, and, and it's just crazy. Like the morality we have around food of like, Oh, that's bad. If you're like eating chocolate yeah. when your body wasn't craving it. It's like, really, is this the worst fucking thing I could ever do is eating chocolate? Like, just yeah, the pressure that women have to like behave, to fucking behave. Behave to food. It's like really crazy. And it's crazy that food is food, yet food is not just food. Do you know right. what I mean? And 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 it's it has caused that. And and I love that you said that to give yourself permission. And and that is incredible. And again, something I feel so passionately about. And that, you know, it's not the end of the world. Like it's just not. There yeah. are so many crazy things happening right now. And and I feel the same, you know, I've sort of given my, myself permission if I needed to during this time like I'm experiencing heartache and heartbreak and and a breakup from a friend and not knowing when I'm getting back to Israel and I don't have a home in Israel right now and so it's like Georgia if you want to eat a fucking magnum or even two like it's fine (laughs) (laughs) yes Um, so so thank you for for bringing that up because because you know I feel like women need to hear that and that they yeah they don't need to feel this permission or this have this guilt um around it and to beat themselves up and beat themselves up and that you know and so being able to talk about it really helps and really helps us realize you know sometimes we're so stuck in the mind and and we catastrophize these situations and when we bring it out into the light we realize okay it's really not that bad and I'm not a failure and yeah um, I didn't fuck up and it's funny because I also like I notice when I when I have the urge to binge a lot of it is like or to to um to numb with food rather like it's when I'm wanting to hide from the world. And there's something about like, yeah, my body being this like shield, which I've heard from a lot of women who struggle with food is like, 
particularly with like binging or overeating is like, oh, my body is me like hiding from the world. And if I were to like not use food as a coping mechanism, then it's, yeah, it's like, I just feel naked. And that that's totally a feeling. I remember especially like early on when I was recovering from all of this is like just how naked it felt to like feel a feeling and not eat over it. Like, wow isn't it and, yeah and, and and wow I'm like feeling so ah, I don't know where to start because I'm so yeah. glad you you raised this because this is what I'm I'm experiencing now and, it, and it's mm. it's it's new again for me and yes. it is that because every day is the same here and because the weather is a bit shit in England some days it's sunny some days it's not you know I'm wearing baggy clothes I'm hiding it's so like I'm going out and I'm, I'm seeing everyone and and you know the world has kind of stopped so it is that feeling and it's it's my way well it's my way of hiding and and yes and and actually it was so that for me as well of not wanting to go to social events or procrastinating from work or knowing I had something to do it was easy to binge because it was my way of staying stuck and my way of staying hidden and procrastination and binging kind of you know very much rolled yes. into one and I, and I saw it come back during this time and like oh, fuck's sake am I, am I seeing you again like yeah. <laughs> I'm dealing with you again. Can you fucking um, go? Yeah. Yeah, like seriously, but it's like, hi, okay, I see you. Um mm-hmm. and 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 also kind of really trying to connect to myself and thinking, okay, what actually do I need during this time? Um mm-hmm. and is it is it nourishment in another way? You know, what is my body crying out for? What is my soul crying out for? I do want a hug and am I trying, am I trying to to kind of feed my soul? Um, and soothe my soul with food during this time because you know I don't want to feel this uh, this heartache and I don't want to um, have to sit in this discomfort yeah and I don't want to have to remind myself that you know when I go back have I, have I got a love to go back to have I got a best friend to go back to have I got an apartment to go back to kind of thing mm-hmm. and um, it also really forces us to to sit with ourselves and, and to be with ourselves. And I guess food um, is a way to, to avoid that and, to, and yeah, to hide from the world. And, and that's another thing is that, is that as women, we do have this light and, and mm. it's sad that we, we, we try and dim it, you know, with our triggers. And, and I, I would do that for years. And, and it was almost like during my healing, when I realized that I did have this power um, yeah. and I, I was this powerful woman that I still actually, I couldn't accept it. And so, mm. so binging was another way of not stepping into my power. And yeah, yeah. that was a really interesting realization that it was keeping me small. Yes. Um, yes. And a way of not to show up in the world when yes. actually I'm doing the world a disservice, you know, <laughs> by not showing up in the world. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. So much, so much good stuff. So much. And another thing yeah. that's coming up for me, it's, there, there's like, I could honestly, like having this conversation is reminding me that like, because a lot of times I think that like, I'm not that I'm like over all the food stuff and I like never need to think about it again, but almost like, okay, I'm kind of beyond it. Like, got it, did my work, like wash yeah, my hands, yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. And it's reminding me, it's like, no, this is so just like the thinking about my journey with this is still so alive for me. So I'm really grateful that we're having this conversation. And it's reminding me also that, and I think this is something that you and I like first, when we first met something that we touched on, but like binge eating is like not the sexy eating disorder. And it's such a horrifying, disgusting thing to say that like, oh, if you're someone who like 
I remember, I think I remember saying to you, it's like, wow, I wish that my reaction to having a stressful emotion was to go like run 10 miles and not eat for a day. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's like, really, like, yeah, no, my reaction is like, let me eat fucking everything in my kitchen until I like want to throw up. And yeah, and like really abusing my body in that way. And they're both abused, let's be fucking clear. But um, yeah, there's something so disgusting about like how fat phobia is so internalized Mm-hmm, in women, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In, in in everybody. And then like women who are experiencing food challenges, it's like, oh, I'm I'm jealous of the other eating disorder. It's like, how sure. sick is that? Like, it's so disgusting. Sure. And, 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 and yeah. funnily enough, uh, I actually remember that. I remember that awful feeling of, of being in, you know, I was in a, it was a day center. I didn't stay over, but I had to go every single day for about six months in an eating disorder clinic. And we had to sit around and eat lunch together. Mm. And that was so triggering for me because, you know, I had my big bowl of salad or whatever that I was struggling to eat and and someone opposite me would have one so small and and it would be like comparing and wishing that you had Mm. something else. And, and it was, it's so sad to actually think about, to think about that now. Um, and, and it's, it's also really sad that, that, um, eating disorders are very much covered up today in, yeah. in social media and and you know the clean eating world and yeah. um uh l- lots of different diets and exercises and and that kind of lure us in but it's just another way of, of, of keeping of swapping one disorder to another um mm-hmm. but I also want to say that I'm glad that it helped you think about that but also to acknowledge in these experiences how far we have come and the yes. fact that you know even even if you, it still feels alive or a bit relevant or during this time you, you've noticed it come up. The fact that you are not where you were is yeah. so triumphant and, and, and the smallest steps are the biggest triumphs um, in, in any sort of recovery, but especially with eating disorders and it's not linear. And that's the point that, that it's not linear. And, and you know, my, my parents would think that if I've had a good day or if I had a bad day the next day, that means I've failed or I've relapsed or whatever. But, but you know, you can't, judge it that way and that's why this gray area is so important to touch on because it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that we failed you know we're still on this journey and we're every single day we're we're working on it Mm -hmm. and um to find also the beauty during these dark moments and that's actually what I feel um has been so um alive during this period of of isolation is is trying to find the beauty in, in endings and, and yeah. in those chaotic moments that have come up and how we were able to, to overcome them. And actually that was, it was just the Scorpio full moon recently. And that was the theme, you know, um, it was the final super moon of the year. And so with the end of that final super moon and this bright, beautiful moon, it was, it was finding the beauty in endings and what endings are we saying thank you for and to be excited for, for a new chapter and to sow new seeds. And I've really, had to let go and dive into to to endings during this time and to try and find the beauty in them and to acknowledge that that I am strong during this period and and that you know I'm not weak for for feeling the feels and being in the emotion and and even if triggers come up but to you know to really to to embrace and to find the beauty in in endings no matter how painful these experiences have been um Mm. and I think we should all really honor ourselves and thank ourselves and be proud of ourselves for for sitting in those feelings because you know sometimes that there's nowhere else you want to be less than in in your body and and with yourself 
during that time and it feels so unbearable and and like that loneliness that you talk about you know I really experienced deep deep loneliness in my soul during this time even though I have my parents with me and I'm in their their comfortable family home you know I just my inner child (laughs) was was kind of screaming and crying and and really just needing love and I really noticed that and having compassion in those moments and to understand that these experiences are just just part of our tapestry and just part of our path and are just new places on our map and that there really is is beauty in these experiences Mm. oh my gosh (sighs) and I think we're going to come out of this you know learning so much about ourselves I really do and I think that's a beauty in this to really look at this experience that that yes we've been faced with so much and and sometimes it feels like we're carrying these boulders but mm-hmm. but actually we have overcome you know so much and and being with ourselves have really been able to dive in and learn so many things about ourselves and how we cope with situations and how we cope with stress and and our behaviors and and you know like me again it's like I'm a child in my parents home again and and, and yes. they're in control of me and 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 how I, I can act like a crazy person and just blow up and, and it's like what you said we do so much work you know we're constantly talking about yeah. doing this work on ourselves and in a second it can just go just nothing um, yeah yeah and, and and my dad looks at me he's like you're a deranged woman and I'm like and like I'm screaming and then but, but, but to, to notice kind of those moments and um each time it's just a practice to to keep learning and and that this has been such a a learning experience for for us all and for the collective I'm I'm sure yeah yeah oh my god uh well I could seriously talk to you for I know (laughs) 10 hours we could do a 10 hour podcast at some point Um, yes yes but I okay two things I want to do first um or two things I want to do before we close is one if there's any like I don't know like how public the information is about the goddess temple if that's something that like if women who are interested in joining for the virtual circles like if you want to give information about that and then I want to do a lightning round of questions with you before we close love that amazing so yeah so so Wow. Thanks, Kyle, for, for, mm. for opening the space to be able to offer that, because that's what we want to do. You know, we really just want to grow and want to reach as many women as possible that, that want to be a part of this and mm-hmm. want to shine their light and be the leading ladies of their lives. Um, that's my favorite scene from the holiday, you know, with Kate Winslet and, and the sweet old man. And he says, you're acting like the best friend, but you're the leading lady. And it's all about that. It's like inviting oh. women to be the leading ladies of their lives and knowing that, you know, we hold the steering wheel that 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 leads our ship into the sunset um so the goddess yeah. temple on on facebook so you can search for it and and in there are so many offerings and it's also a place if if for women as coaches as healers as teachers or whatever to share their offerings and also just a place for conversation to open conversation and to ask questions and um it's a really beautiful platform for that but um through that, we also have monthly online moon circles, which we which we advertise in there. And every two weeks, we have new moon circle, and those circles are a place to virtually join and connect to other women, um, and a place to really think about how you want to 
sow the seeds for your month ahead and set your intentions. And it's a really beautiful way of, you know, each month checking in with yourself as a marker of where was I last month? Yeah. compared to where where was I this month and it's yeah. it's really beautiful and the women that come back it's really amazing to kind of see where they are on their journey as well but you know it's a safe space for for women that don't know other women it's also a way to to feel mm-hmm. safe with women that you don't know and, and connect to other women and and so I really hope that any one listening to this that 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 resonates and wants to be this leading lady and wants to connect with other women and to shine their own light to, to join this group and I promise you it, it's going to change your life Mm, amazing thank you okay are you ready for your questions i'm ready okay all right first one is what is something that most people wrongly assume about you wow that's a really good question (laughs) Ooh, um, (laughs) i think so so i do have this bubbly personality and I'm, I'm outgoing um but but people always you know they do say to me like you're so happy all the time and you've got this infectious energy and 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 they don't expect you know that I do have these kind of downs and and, and I really yeah. do and my downs are very very down <laughs> yeah so and I think people don't expect that that from me but that that mm. you know this gray area is is definitely something that's very real inside of me yeah mm. Um, what is something that you would like to be acknowledged more for in your life? Wow. I'm loving these questions. Yay. Um, well, actually, I think, A, um, you know, as I'm, I'm more and more stepping into my own light as a coach, so I really do want to be seen in that way. And as this body love, uh, self-empowerment, women, self-love coach, you know, um, mm-hmm. definitely that. Um, but also I think that something in my life that, that I've noticed that actually I, I had an energy healing session today and she told me that, that it was my superpower because, because I'm very sensitive and, and I also give a lot to others. And I think sometimes it's just expected that, you know, Georgia will show up or Georgia will do it or mm. Georgia will be there. Um, and sometimes it feels energetically really heavy. So kind of just that acknowledgement that, you know, I'm also a human being that, that has boundaries and, and that gets pushed sometimes and, you know, isn't always just there for, for yeah. when you need it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Third is what do you think most people learn from you? Wow. Um, <laughs> Georgia, what I do you. I think most people learn from me? Um, that's such a good question, Kyles. Um, <laughs> I also love that you call me Kyles so much. <laughs> what do I think people, most people learn from me? Um, well, I, I think I think because this is such a passion of mine. Once, once I do talk to other women and they do understand that this is my life's work and that I'm very involved in in women communities and women connection that there is this and that they can be a part of it. And so many women that I have spoken to or that I've met or or you know have have understood that and and joined the goddess temple or joined the self love club and joined this community and realize that they have a place to be so i think that is something that a lot of women learn from me and and that women don't have to be in competition with each other that mm. we really there's a space for us all even if me and you are both coaches there's there's room in this world 
for both of us and and reminding women of that that uh, you know there's room for, for every woman to shine her each unique individual light mm-hmm. beautiful and last question what is one of your favorite questions to ask other people to help you to get to know them wow that's a great question <laughs> um i i really like to ask uh, other women you know how how they're feeling because because i think sometimes we ask how are you you know people say how are you but but i think it's very much as that we brush it off like oh i'm i'm fine or mm-hmm. we don't really sit and give space to think about how actually we're feeling so to acknowledge to give a, a, other women room and space to really kind of connect to how they're feeling right now is something really special because because again i think in this day and age it's very much like that we don't air our dirty laundry or we just brush off kind of you know the negativity or that we need to be happy so so really asking asking how are you feeling right now um can open up a gateway for them to have so many realizations of yeah. how they are feeling in their life and and you know that then helps them think about what areas All right, y'all, are making you happy and what areas with are maybe Georgia. not thank making you so much for listening mm-hmm. i love you so much and Beautiful. i will be back next week with another uh, well georgia well. i again could talk to you for freaking ever and i'm so grateful that, that you were willing to do this and it's so it's so great to talk to you always like you just have so much passion and energy and excitement and aliveness around this stuff and yeah it's such a treat thank really. you can I say one more more question that actually that we've been asking women in our body yeah. love talks and it, it's been it's been really empowering is asking um so from from their body what does what does my body need from me right now and really that helps mm-hmm. us tune into our inner wisdom into our body's wisdom because our body does always know yeah. and what does what does she need from me right now and, mm-hmm. and that really helps us to connect to our bodies and that, that, that loving dialogue. And, and maybe she does just want to do nothing. And then, and then I feel really great about the fact that she just wants to do nothing, you know, or, or she does want soul connection or she wants to speak to a friend or, mm-hmm. or, you know, she wants to go for a walk. Like, so it's really empowering when you give that voice to your body mm-hmm. and you hear her and you let her speak. Yeah. Oh. So good. So good. Such a good <laughs> note to end on. Um, yeah, well, thank you so much for doing this. And I love you so much. And I'm so I love you so you. much. And I'm, I'm so grateful and, and so honored to be here and just keep doing what you're doing and, and shining a light on these gray areas and, and giving the opportunity to really speak from this real place of, of how we're all feeling right now and, and what's going on. And yeah, I'm so thankful to you for that. And um, please come and join one of our virtual Fuck yeah. Yes. Thank you so much, Georgia. Thank you.